Attention military veterans and military personnel. This is Tracy from Lakewood College, and I am excited to announce the new partnership between ETA Associates and Jamal King's Make Real Estate Real. Give me a call so I can see if you qualify to receive the Make Real Estate Real with no out-of-pocket expense to you. I can be reached at 1-800-517-0857. My extension is 700. You may also visit us at www.moneyforbets.com. Again, that is money, the number four, bets.com. You may also schedule an appointment with me through my text-only number at area code 216-678-9933. I look forward to speaking with you all. By looking at Martin, looking at Malcolm, looking at Garvey, I became attracted to leadership, to civil responsibility, to taking care of your wife, to taking care of your kids. And I just think, man, unfortunately in our communities, a lot of times, what should be attractive is not, and what shouldn't be attractive, in some, in some instances, more, that, that's what kids are attracted to. This episode is brought to you by our partner in crime, Organifi. Organifi is an organic superfood supplement line that makes quality, trusted nutrition convenient and accessible. Their most popular product, Green Juice, can supercharge your life, restore that glow, and help you feel decades younger in just 30 seconds per day without having to worry about shopping for ingredients, mixing and blending them, and then cleaning up afterwards. All ingredients are USDA organic, vegan-friendly, and made without GMO ingredients, gluten, or soy. Where else can you get superfoods like chlorella, moringa, spirulina, wheatgrass, ashwagandha, and turmeric, just to name a few? So make sure you guys check it out at www.organifi.com forward slash success. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I dot com forward slash success. I wake up every single day, I am who I say I am, and I get what I get because I live in B-Smoke. Stop being gazelle. You're not average. You're not even good. You were born to be great. What's going on, world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host, CJ, joined as always by the Bayesian sensation, Mr. Carl Wesley Phillips. What's going on, y'all? What it do? Man, I got Dr. King in the building reporting live from the shy. I've been to the mountaintop, baby. Let's hey, go. Stay there. He got stay there. reality. And we got the, the, the hip-hop preacher giving us some very romantic no question. vibes. No question, uh, you know what I'm saying? Hey, I got uh, it, my run in today, so I okay. figure, you know, I might as well just go ahead, turn on the lights, Let's and go. let the candles burn. Hey. You can podcast and set the move after the podcast. <laughs> hey, and we also got, let me get these guests. I got two new guests for y'all. Mm, okay. Two new guests. Welcome to the podcast. Carlos Quinney III and Breslin. Breslin. What up, Breslin? Look at, look at this. <laughs> Say, what's up, buddy? This is oh, wow. Breslin uh, Quinney. The what new, kind of dog is that? Breslin Hey, this is a long-haired German Shepherd for anybody out there. I saw his daddy. His daddy a beast. So even though he little now, he gonna be big and mean, right? Hey, hey, what made y'all take the leap? What make y'all take that leap? Uh, Avery, who been asking for a puppy since she could actually speak. So 
Yeah. Uh, she's here. All right. <laughs> come on. Let's go. What did uh, what? I mean? Come on, man. Get your intro. <laughs> Get your intro. Come on. Carlos Quinny the third. Let's go, Nelly. Hey, guys. Welcome to Trace Comedy Corner. Thanks What's for having us, Trey. Thank you. What did the big burp say to the little burp? What did the big burp say to the little burp? If you be quiet, oh. I left you at the back door. Oh. <laughs> what's the, hey, what's the back door? <laughs> All right, close the door for me. Is that what happens when I drink milk and cookies? If you be quiet, I let you out the back door. Is that what happens when I drink milk and cookies? You know what I'm saying? Close the hey, door e, for me, son. Hey, that's what happens when you turn 40, bro. Uh, <laughs> hey, the Metamucil, man. Metamucil. The Metamucil. Oh, man. Oh, man. What's happening, fellas? How y'all feeling, man? I feel like yes. I ain't seen y'all in 100 Sundays. Good, Talk man. to me, man. How's quarantine going? I, 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 I don't know. I got to ask E. Every time I call, it seemed like E been on the move lately. I said, <laughs> is the, is the uh, quarantine over in Grand Lake? Hey, let me tell you something. I'm having what they call quarantine fatigue. All right? Mm. COVID-19 fatigue. Let me, tell you, <laughs> let me tell you what happened the other day. So... Mm -hmm. You know, I got to go to the post office, drop off. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, I, it's my duty some kind of way, I guess, because they fold the shirts and the books and all that. They, you know, they package it. I'm the, I'm the mailman. So yeah. I'm taking the stuff to the uh, mailbox. I got three big totes. Yeah. So it seems like every time I get to the post office, I go to the back. Like, they know me. I give them snacks every Friday. <laughs> so they got a little container for me. I put my stuff on it. Normally, I just wheeze, I roll them in. I come right back out. So yeah. I jumped out the whip and I was like, you know what? I'm, bro, I'm gonna be real. I got a mask, mask off, mask <laughs> off. I got a mask. <laughs> I got a mask. Yeah. And I ain't even had my mask on. I jumped off. I forgot we was even in COVID 19. Uh, got up there, got my stuff. But I always know when I go in, ain't nobody there. It's like usually nobody there but the, you know, the lady who's all the way up front, then the supervisor. Yeah. There don't be nobody in there. All of the um, mail delivery personnel, they usually go into the crib. Right. So I got there. Soon as I was going in, homie was coming out. And I was like, he was like, hold up. I was like, whoa, he ain't got on no mask. I ain't got right. on no mask. Mask off. Mask off. So I was about 5.78 feet away from a man. It wasn't quite six because yeah. the, the banister. So anyway, I go inside. Bruh, it's about two, three people left. They like, what up, E? Thanks for the, the snack bag you gave us. We appreciate you. Boom, boom, boom. They getting close. I'm like, hey, mask off. Mask <laughs> off. Don't get that close. You feel Man. like, what are y'all doing? Supervisor comes. She's like, yo, you forgot your totes. Oh, wait, yeah. you got two um, packages that you never got. Let's get, she grabbing my, let me get your credit card. I'm mm. like, boo, boo, you right. Oh, you owe me, owe me. Give me You're that. Too close. So, Ma, I was trying not to be disrespectful. I was like, don't touch your face. Whatever right. you do, just don't touch your face. I'm still not sure how you get to COVID-19, but I think it's something with your face. Oh, so no question. I gave, I gave her my car. She rang it. Homegirl's like, what up? I'm walking out. I'm like, E, you've been affected. Listen to me. I come straight. Look, they know that the post office mall is literally two minutes from the building. Two minutes from our building. Bro, okay. I passed that joker, came all the way to the crib, grabbed me some... Uh, some um, cold and flu, uh, circulatory, yep. respiratory, uh, cold and flu, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> flu, 
Oh, I'm everything. Every day you can drink. <laughs> I'm Straight hitting up. it. Hot water. Get oh, back. Yeah. Wash my hands eight times like a uh-huh. physician. Like I yeah. went to school for it. Went back to the office mall, but I felt COVID nineteen <laughs> yeah. in my throat. Ma. No, it's all yeah, in my yeah. right now. Yeah. I felt it right in my throat. <laughs> Listen, the worst thing you can do though is go on and type in symptoms. Fam, <laughs> everything is a symptom. Everything. They'd be like, hey, "Are you breathing?" You'd be like, "Yeah, I'm breathing." He'd be like, "You hey, might have COVID." You'd be like, "Hey, Damn. I don't know if that's the worst thing." Or when you talking to that friend on the phone, and you know, the one that's always worrisome, and yeah. the one that's always, remember, see, when it, when, when it first started, and then we just got back from London, and I was like, man, I feel a little tickle in my throat. <laughs> and, then, and then Josh, you know, Josh is like, you know, Josh, and it's his heart, right? You know, me and CJ the type, I'll be like, see, man, I feel something in my throat. See, like, oh, man, you all right, man. Go ahead and shake it off. But Josh should be like, hey, is there anything I can do for you? Is there anything I can do for the family? You know, Josh started making you believe that you, man, you're that you about, about to die. die. <laughs> I told Josh Steve, started- I, I said, bro, I said, man, I can't talk to Josh right now, man. Josh got me feeling like I'm about to die. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Go ahead. Facts. Facts. No, man, that's a- Life uh, insurance policy right. Yeah. Oh, man. Get it all the way right, dog. Now, so uh, what's everybody's uh, Memorial Day? Y'all was good? Everybody had a good one? Oh, uh, yeah, man. We spent time on the deck, bro. We spent time on the, on the rooftop deck. Uh, you know, know, as I said, I've been we to the mountaintop, bro. Hey, you know? Ma, hey Ma, Ma had the nerve to say, yeah, we got a little fire pit. You know, we was going to do s'more or something like that. I'm thinking, like, they got a little round, like, little yeah. fire pit. Yeah. Bro, they got, like, a 10-foot glass table with the marble on it, with the little flames rising evenly on the whole thing. I said, bro. That ain't no, uh, you can't cook s'mores on that. That's like some old hotel in Miami. E, they told us to social distance. So I couldn't be around a little campfire, boy, because then we all right up on (laughs) each other. So I needed to get a a, a table that spaced out, right? We social distancing, bro. That's all. No question. No, y'all definitely were. So, uh, nah, man, we got it in. Shout out to my brother. You know what I'm saying? He was the chef this weekend for Memorial Day. And we got it in. It was great. Y'all continue to pray for my hand. Uh, That's I like it's still swollen, isn't it? It looks no, big I'm, still. No, no, no. I mean, like, dog. I, this, here go the crazy thing. I ain't no punk. I had to tell the doctor that I went and seen the surgeon yesterday. Yeah. And so I done had shoulder surgeries, knee surgeries. Y'all, I done been through it. But you know, it had, you like had an impact of the injury right then. And it's like, okay, you ice it up, chill for a minute, you good. Bruh, this little tendon in my hand. First of all, I swore my whole hand up. And it still hurts. I told him yesterday, I ain't want to be no punk, but I was like, hey, Doc. I was like, yo, this joint still kind of hurt a little bit. Yeah. He was like, yeah. nah. He was like, that's a four-week pain injury. He was like, yeah, you're looking at four weeks before it stopped hurting. I said, wow. bruh, so I'm going to sleep now. And then on top of that, I got the dog. You know, the dog only been here a couple of days. The dog whining. My hand hurt. So I ain't slept. But, you know, mm. this is- Isn't uh, it crazy, yeah. though? That you didn't even know that little finger existed right. six months ago. Fam, I didn't even know I had a sagittal band. Right. You got one too. Yours right. in good shape. I see it. I've been researching this. I see it. your sagittal looking real good, dog. You see, on this hand, I'm good. But then here we just, yeah, no, it's bad. It's all bad. So, hey, but on the low, I meant to tell y'all this. Everybody out there, all my prayer warriors out there, pray because I think Candace hit me and was like, oh, I think Trey might be allergic to the dog. I said, oh my oh. goodness. Fam, if we got to oh. take that dog back, just I'm say, talking about. Hey, just say, 
Just tell Avery he got the COVID-19. <laughs> 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 hey, uh, the dog hey. got the COVID-19? No. <laughs> hey. You got to send him back. Hey, hey, Josh said, uh, tell him it was fake. You took it back to Target. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I said, yep, no doubt. So, all right, man. Well, I ain't going to waste no time hold here. On, hold on. See, hold on. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. What you got? Oh, Let what me you get got? In there. Let me get in there with the fair of foul. Ma, I got to take over the fair of foul today. Oh, Ma. okay. Come on. Well, let me know something. I think I got the fair of foul of the decade mm. of the century, bro. And it will be no more fair of foul <laughs> after this fair of foul. This All is the... Right. This is the fair or foul. Hey, I do All got right. one, though. I do got All one. Right. But, right. I, I, no, but I'll wait. I'll go All next right. week. Hey, I think this is going to be the big one, Elizabeth. Okay. Bring right. it, so, Bring it. So Let's go. Somebody, so Didi hit me the other day. It's like, yo, I got some. I got something I, I got to bring before you. Hmm. I was like, all right, what, talk hmm. to me. She was like, it's business related. Hmm. I was like, all right, cool. She's like, I think, I think we're getting scammed. Ooh. I was like, oh, man, is it one of them boys where it say, uh, I had a fortune, and all you got to do is send me twenty five hundred, and I, you send me. 2, I got a cousin in Nigeria. You know what I'm saying? Hey, e, you playing though? But you know, my mom, she work at CVS. Yeah. So you know, that's where they go get the money orders. Yeah. My mom, my mama tell you, dog, she probably had to stop a couple people a month. She'll be like, you know, they, you know, like usually older people, right? So like she'll be up there and be like, hey, you know, where, you know, my mom, she don't care. I don't know if it's procedure to ask somebody where they wiring it. But Helene gonna get that info, oh, she right? She's gonna find out. Fam, my mom said it'd be like three or four people she'll stop and they'd be like, well, I'm actually sending it to uh, Nigeria and somebody's. Uh, she, uh, bruh, she like that. She said it's either that and the, like the email scam thing or people who like fall in love and like the person be oh. like, oh yeah. And she wow. was like, yeah. She, they'd be like, oh, my boyfriend. Said for me to send, and my mom, she said she talked people out of it all the time. So folks still mm. getting got out there. You know what I'm saying? So I thought, we was, I thought we was getting got. Yeah. You feel me? And yeah. so Diddy said, yeah, um, there is a customer who said he brought some merchandise. Right? And I was like, oh. From us? Yeah, from us. But she said, uh, I think the merchandise is fake. Like, I don't think they really bought it from us. You know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, okay, cool. Well, do me a favor. Just have them send it. Like, I mm -hmm. wouldn't even trip it. Like, have them send me a pick of it or send it to me. And if it is what they say it is, then, you know, we'll yeah. refund. Right? Yeah. So she sent me the pick, bro. Show them the pick, Carl. She sent me the pick, bro. Oh, <laughs> when you go to succeed as bad as, as, bad as you want to breath. breath. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. no. Man. Hey. Wow. Hey, that bad fella still got the creases in it, too. It's great. <laughs> Ma, I thought they was lying, Ma. So here's what happened. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, E. Yeah. He said he bought it recently or recently, way back in the day? Bro, recently. I don't care <laughs> when he said he bought it. They I don't care either, done. but I'm like, all maybe they, one slipped through the cracks years ago. All these supposed to be in Africa, okay? <laughs> with our king. They supposed to be in Africa right now with our king. Uh, they sent these to Africa. How long ago was that when we made this shirt? Oh, bro, this is seven years. This is years. Oh, yeah, I can right. tell you. I'll find out. Yeah. This year. I'll find out. Hey, mm -hmm. so. That's crazy. So, y'all telling me that's a bunch of kids running around the Congo? What about you? What you want well, to see? It looked like Congo, Georgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's Congo, what it was. Georgia. That's what it was. I asked the little homie, first of all, who are you? He said, I'm in Breathe University. Mm, I said, what? Out. He said, I'm in Breathe U. I said, well, where did you get the shirt from? 
He said, I was in Atlanta hmm. at the You Ain't the Boss of Me conference, and they had him on the table. And that, was, said, this, that was this year, right? Wow. So, so, yeah, right. So here's what I said, see? Like, bro, you fake. All right? That's <laughs> fake. All right? So do me a favor. We got rid of those shirts a long time ago. They yeah. did. Yeah. Send it to me. Yeah. And I will send you back uh, yeah. when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe. Carl, uh-huh. drum roll, please. Uh. Drum roll, please. Oh. 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 Bro, you sent it to Carl, bro. He got it. <laughs> hey, show him the side, Carl. That's wow, how I knew it was authentic. This yeah, is the authenticity that's right That's how here. I knew it was authentic right there. Wow. The expect extension, boy. Expect it. Yeah. Wow. Extension. Yeah. Nice. So, that's crazy. So, Jamal, fair and foul, <laughs> he didn't order the way you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, and he didn't got the way you want to succeed as bad hey, as you want to breathe. I got a confession hey, to make. In I got a confession to make. Hey. The corona, uh, you know, it's hard times, so we we pulling everything out the vault. You know I thought it was in Congo. I was yeah. in Georgia still. Yeah, straight up. No, nah, we got to pull everything out the yeah. joint. Lord, I, I, bet you, I, think, I bet you after you see this podcast, he's going to be like, man, can I get that shirt back? That's what I'm on, Maul, because this is, bro, this is like our history. I don't yeah. have one of those. I'm saying when he get that Nobel Peace Prize, my man, he just gave up a piece of history that he would have yeah. had. Hey, bro. my what bad. Size, let me, what size let me, is that? It looks like, like an XL. Size? Hey, my size. Oh, yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey let me tell y'all something, though. Hold on. We got to do a better job because somebody texted me and said, yo, I know a lot of people like to watch the YouTube or the podcast, but I'm an old school listener way mm. before y'all even had video. So y'all need to explain what's going on on the screen yeah, to yeah, the people yeah. listening. So for those of you just listening really quick, uh, the shirt is, uh, you know the story if you're an old school listener, but uh, the very first shirts we ever made were uh, when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, supposed to be, but it turned out to say as bad as you want to breath. And uh, <laughs> so we end up, obviously, we couldn't put it out there. I've been branding my whole life, so I was like, nah, we can't put them out. Like, even though my brother was like, bad as you want to breath, that makes sense too. Uh, but or bad it was a little too hood. Perfect sense. And so, um, so this shirt is, so what he was holding up is the gentleman, apparently, I have, I, I have no earthly idea how, bought a, a bad as you want a breath shirt at a conference and uh, he sent it back. So for those of y'all who heard the story a million times, there you have Dang. it. There's the shirt. But let me send you this. I sent you something, Carl. I'll just send it to you. Yep. But let me show y'all why I was so geek. So I was trying to figure out why I didn't triple, quadruple, quintuple check the shirts and why I let it ride. And I was so happy because we went through like eight designs to actually get to right. the shirt we wanted. And when right. I saw it, my heart just was like, <laughs> yes, I got it. And let me show you, more. let me show you real quick. Here's why, why Ma. There was, that was... <laughs> <laughs> This was the original design. My number one pick. Hey, 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 E, E, you was okay with CJ putting a picture of himself on there? I was. Just that that's, like, why, <laughs> that's why I was the number one pick, Ma. Hey, that's what it was, was Ma. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that look like C with his beard, dog. Huh? Hey, so y'all just compare them. Com- compare hey, the two. Come on, man. Come on, man. See, and so when I seen that one, oh, I said, hey, that. That dude looked like somebody named Leroy just on the joint. <laughs> I'm like, dog, and with his toes out. Um, so anyway, when I got that one, I said, bro, I don't know who sent that, but I said, bro, oh. this looked like some clip art foolishness. Like, I cannot put this out. And then when we got the other design, man, I was so geeked up, y'all. I was so happy. I let just... me see how, hey, let me see how old y'all are. That look like Ned DeWino. Oh, that man, like that's Ned, Ned all day long. <laughs> I'm lost, see, that's past me. <laughs> 
So, um, man, I was going, usually I'm in charge of the Feral File and in charge of starting the podcast, but uh, apparently Ian Carl had a, had a, I don't know what kind of neighborly moment they had the other day, but he was like, yo, throw me the loop on the podcast. I got to talk about something. So I'm just going to sit back and listen and I'll offer my commentary. Maul, we can jump in as needed, but you feel me? Um, yeah, no, yeah, no, y'all go ahead. I, I, I just thought this was deep, see? So, um, you know, first shout out, man, to the squad as a whole. Bruh, COVID-19, you know, it hit. And I think a lot of times when people listen to us, I think because, you know, we try our hardest. Winston Churchill, success is going from failure to failure without losing enthusiasm, mm. you know? And because we stay enthused, I think people don't think we go through nothing, you know? But y'all got to think about it. Our entire work is large gatherings. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Thousand yeah. people, two thousand. Sometimes I speak to five thousand, ten thousand, you know, international. So yep. we got hit hard, you know, but the team, but bro, everybody row the buck, row, row. Everybody get in this sucking row. And, you know, we talked and folks was like, yo, I think we could do what we do at 1% joint. I think we could do it. Zoom. And I was mm-hmm. like, man, I don't know, y'all, that, you know, the, the, um, my interaction, you know, being able to touch the people, the energy, the passion, hugging, picture taking, you know, yeah. them getting to sit with us. That's your thing. Bruh. <laughs> that flight bruh. attendant in you. Oh, uh, I'm yep. talking about, you know, I, I'm thinking a lot of people not, you feel me? They're not going, they're not going to want to ride with us. They, they going to yeah. want their money back. You know, mm-hmm. and um, shout out, man, probably about 90% of the folks still rock with us, but the team came with Thank it. Thank you, man. You know, Thank the team you. came with it. In terms of yep. giving two extra days on the front end, yep. you know, we had the DJ, you know, we had Crazy. giveaways. Shout out to Dwight. Yeah, yeah. Yep. shout out to Dwight. Yeah, it was yep. just phenomenal. And, and, you know, I think they were like, content was fire. You know, yep. they were like, the interaction, even to have like me and C like actually visibly there. Cause normally when we do it, when we ain't on stage, you know, we in the back somewhere, we in the yeah. green room, whatever. Yeah, so like yeah. we are actually C doing his flight assessment boy, talking about the pilot. I'm sitting there chilling, Carl come. So on Saturday, when I had to do my piece, bro, I went in, you know, and I was just really like, yo, I'm telling y'all, I got to demystify, you know, this whole concept about money. You know, yeah. and, and really just go in and share with people, you know, a, a worker's mentality versus a wealth mentality. And I'm talking mm-hmm. about I went in and, you know, I kind of got to a point where I, I'm not worried about what people say no more. It's like, e, this is your tribe. These are people you care for and love. Like, you got to tell the truth. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't you can't worry about how somebody looks at you. Right. So, bro, I went in. After I gave the content, I was like, I need everybody to just write. And I mean, not personally just write, but in the chat box, I need you to, I need need you to write. I am wealthy. I deserve, you know, and I was telling them all, some of the money you're going to get is going to come from working, but some of it going to come from you just, just expecting that this is what you Mm -hmm. deserve. Like some Mm -hmm. stuff going to come just because of who you are, how you think, right? I went in y'all. I went in. You know what I'm saying? I was just was like, look, I'm just going to be real. Not only do you deserve it, 
but I need you to expect it, right? Yeah. And mm. I need you to expect it in the next 24. You feel me? Hallelujah. Hey, <laughs> hey, and I could tell when I said that, Carl was kind of looking at me like I was a TV okay. evangelist. Getting a twitch. You know what right, right. Hey, right. hey you know Carl, what I would have I been in there, dog, with my hands up. I would have been like, he talking to me. He talking to me. Hey, Ma, I felt judged a little bit, but I was trying to stay focused on my right. message, Ma. No, but I'm being real. I was like, yo, for real, y'all got to get out of that habit. You deserve it. You know, like the fact that you were born, the fact that you were alive at this particular time in the earth. Like, yo, you deserve it, man. Like, yeah. I, I, you deserve it. So I just started letting them know, like, go, go to your mailbox. You know what I'm saying? Start looking, specifically start looking for it. Like I said, y'all got over there Carl, twitching, y'all. Yeah, I'm y'all over there Carl, twitching, like, oh, what, oh my God. What was he going through? Listen, you feel me? Listen, so let me give y'all perspective. So I'm listening to E. So now E's dropping, like, listen to what I'm telling y'all. E brings out the 10 myths about money that most people right. are struggling with, Fire. right? And I'm Fire, talking about, like, stupid. Way. Like, I'm looking at this, and Fire. I 100%, y'all, I'm telling y'all, 90% of them, I'm like, yo, these are these are some of my subconscious beliefs. Like, this is what I was taught. Like, you know what I mean? Nothing bad. It's just what it is. This is just facts. So I'm going through, I'm listening. And again, I'm in the zone where it's like, I'm listening to E because, I, see, I always say, we just still the biggest fans, y'all. We ain't over here like, let E do his thing. Like, we still listening and learning. So I can't write because I'm locked into E doing the slides. I'm listening to where he's going. But... There's a part of me just like, yo, I, I resonate with what he's saying. Like, I'm feeling this. Like, yo, I deserve stuff. Like, Carl, stop thinking like the way you think. You got to challenge your thoughts. And then he gets to this part. And he's like, look, it's money coming to you and money coming to you. <laughs> and if you just go to your middle box. And I'm you just sitting the there like, e, okay, like I've been rocking you with a, it's a long time I've been rocking with you, E. Like I, I, I'm not feeling this. Like I've been seeing all these prosperity preachers and they just trying yeah. to get money. And e. I'm like, E, are you, are, is that where we at now, E? I like, is that no where you money. going? I just said y'all was going to get money. <laughs> so so Ma, I'm over there right, like, oh, right. this just don't feel right. Bro, let me, let me, let me tell y'all a hundred percent. I leave the church, right? And I get home. And my daughter thinks Jesse's into the mail. Like, I don't know where it comes from. I don't know if she ordered something that I don't know, know about. But she go outside, bro. She bring in the mail every day. So she brings the mail inside and she's like, yo. No. Ma, no, come on. Bruh, no way. Bruh. She says, Ma, this for you. She gives it to Tamisha. She's like, this one for Grandpa. Put it down. She's like, Daddy, this one for you. And I looked at it, Ma. And it's, I'm seeing, like, it's a window. So I, looked, I saw the little window. And I'm like, wait a minute. That's a check. To the window. Now, to the <laughs> now, let me put it in perspective, Ma. Watch this. I'm not, hey, I'm not like mad at getting checks in the mail. I got yeah. rental properties now, right? Okay. But we changed all those to direct deposit, Ma. Ain't no more rental checks coming in the mail. Mm -hmm. Understand what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay, it's a check. I can see it's a check in there, but what is it for? So I pop this thing open. And when I tell y'all, it's a check for a couple grand. Listen to what I'm saying. Nothing to do with ETA, <laughs> nothing to do with rental properties. It's just a check. Wow. With my hold name on, on hold it on, bro. in my mailbox. Hold on, hold on, mom. hold on. I got to play devil's advocate for a second, bro. <laughs> Now, you know, he live across the street, right? Right. <laughs> now, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, hey, you know what I'm saying? Is it possible? I'm just saying. Man, is it yeah. possible he that my man, to, uh, before yeah. service, he kind of wrote out a little check just to bless? It's still a blessing. Hey, it's a he's great still, blessing. It's still I'm a blessing. I'm still taking all. But let me just tell you, the name on this check had nothing to do with E, DD, wow. ETA, CJ, Maul. Nothing to do with nothing that we're doing. That's what I'm saying. Nothing to do with the business that we're doing. Wow. Nothing to do wow. with anything we've created. It was just a check in the mail. 
And I'm sitting there like, yo, not trying to be funny, but like, I, I feel like I've just made a huge step in like, like the rest of my life. Let me just call it what it is. Maul, I bought 10 of these shirts. Mm. I bought 10 just of these shirts. Me. When we first brought this shirt out, I bought 10 of these shirts because I was like, yo, half the battle is literally, you got to believe something. So I've started this process, E, but as you were going through the mist, you hit it, it, I guess you hit it at a different angle or something. And it resonated with me. So I'm telling y'all, for everybody that's listening, I'm telling y'all, the transition is you believing that you deserve this. Mm. Yeah, and it like, wasn't just Carl. And it wasn't just bro, Carl. The very the next, next day, day, hold on, I got yeah, the screenshot. Uh, somebody, the very next day, yeah, somebody in our, BU, uh, somebody in our community that was on the, the uh, purchase the 1% boy, they, they yeah. said this. Oh yeah. Ooh. So JaVale, I'm going to read what he says. Everybody not listen. Uh, some people might be listening, but it says, Carl Phillips, I was on the same page as you Saturday. Like, man, Dr. Thomas going there with the unexpected money. But then it happened. Completely unexpected. And he's showing just top of a check. Paid to the order of his name is on there. My man got a check to less than 24 hours from what he's saying. So I'm, I'm not telling y'all it's a check in y'all mailbox, but I'm telling y'all it's a check coming for you when you start believing it. Hey, I should have listened to the sermon because I had a bill from the IRS <laughs> in my mailbox. <laughs> right. I right. went out there like, oh, help me. Hey, but uh, you know what's crazy, Carl? What's yeah. crazy is we will embrace a lie that's not doing nothing for us mm. than embrace the truth that could potentially take us to the, I'm just saying. Wow, like, I like To your that. point, you uh, looking at me crazy, but you looking at me crazy to embrace, ain't no checks coming. And you right. willing to fight me for that. Right. Yep. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you willing to like, what, what do I, I win with that? I'm just saying, you willing to go all in with that. You, will, you willing to go all in, ain't no such thing as checks. You making that foolishness up. Stop talking like that. And you know that ain't about to bring you nothing. Right. But we've been taught that it's okay to repel money, to speak against it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We've been taught that that's okay. But 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 it's not okay to believe. Hmm. It's not okay to expect. It's not okay to believe you deserve it. Like that's not okay. And and that's hmm. what bothers me with that unwealthy mindset. Oh. It bothers me that it's like it perpetuates, you know, this lack. It perpetuates. Mm -hmm. You feel me? So my thing is, for real, I ain't asked nobody for no money. I wasn't telling nobody to send me nothing. I just was like, yo, why is everybody else getting hooked up and you not? And you live on the same planet at the same time as them. You feel me? So you had a story back in the day you used to tell about a, a preacher or something that you were watching. And you yeah. say you only had, well, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you remember yeah. that? Mike Murdoch on B. Oh, yeah, 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 Mike so Murdoch. Mike Murdoch. <laughs> Came on after dark. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I had always, I always saw once BT Uncut went off, it was something else coming on. You know what I'm saying? You never saw that. That's the lie. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you sin and then you get saved right after. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so Strategic. Mike Murdoch came on, and what he taught was, you know, yes, you pay your tithe, but there was this new construct that, and it's from the word, but it's like you actually pour into others. So like, you pour into people's ministries. Mm -hmm. And I was like, all right, let me hear more. My man was like, seed a thousand dollars. Now here's what was cool. He wasn't necessarily saying you had to pour it into his ministry. He was yeah. just saying, you need to get in the mindset, 
where you stop looking at money like it's something deep and you got a thousand just to give out. Like you could just bless people. So I was like, I ain't going to lie. I felt them. I got, I got, I was convicted. Like, yo, E, you need to, it's almost like Barry Sanders who, you know, Barry never really celebrated, you know, when he scored a touchdown and he said his father taught him, don't act like you ain't going to get a lot of yards and you ain't going to score again. Like, don't act like that's brand new. You're going to be doing a lot of that. So don't act like, you know, ooh, I can't believe it. And so that's what I was hearing from him is you ought to believe that you're going to do so well financially that you're going to be able to plant $1,000 seeds. So I was like, all right, bet. I'm believing. Now, at the time, I only had $1,054.22 in the bank. You feel me, Ma? So I ain't want to really. I, it wasn't my time yet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the best it time to believe, moment, though. It That's the best time. Moment. It ain't my right. shining moment. And um, so about two, three weeks later, I go to Dee Dee's, like her, her school she graduated from. Mm-hmm. It's a Christian school. And they yeah. have like a big homecoming, if you will. And a part of the homecoming is they raise money. Now, this crazy, mall. I don't know why they asked me to speak. And then they said, can you be responsible for asking for donations. We need 10 grand. Mm. So I don't even know why they asked me. I don't know why they thought I could do it. Mm. So I was like, no problem. Maul, I got up there and I said, I need 10 people to give $1,000. No, 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 no. As a matter of fact, I need nine people to give. I'm writing a check for the first thousand. Mm. Listen to me. Didi in the audience looking at me like, have you lost your John Brown high? rabbit mind, right? But I felt convicted, y'all. I felt convicted. So mm-hmm. I post-dated it, though. Like, yo, y'all yeah, can yeah, catch yeah. No, You feel me? Like, give me the Tuesday. Buy me a couple Cast days. this joint in, in uh, 96. Give me, give me the Tuesday, right? Ma, they cast that junk on Sunday. Sunday night, they cast that junk <laughs> Sunday night, Ma. Uh, that they knew somebody at the bank. bank. Too early on Monday. I was like, this wow. too early on Monday. They cashed this joke on Sunday. Wow. Bruh, I had $54.22 left in the bank, mm. Watch mm. this, Maul. This is why, for real, man, if you want something, you can't get information from people who've never had it or experienced it. Facts. Yeah. I'm Facts. just saying, you can't be taking information from people who ain't, they say don't take constructive criticism from by somebody ain't never constructed nothing. Mm. You feel me? Yo, Maul, this dude said what had happened in his life from doing it, and he wanted to encourage us to do it. That Wednesday, Maul, I got a call from the church I had been going to. They hadn't had a pastor in forever. They blessed me, made me the pastor, paid me almost 50000 and by that next Monday, Michigan State University had hired me and gave me 50 grand mall within a matter of a couple wow. weeks. I mean, days, hmm. I was making six figures, mall from a thousand dollar donation, bro. Wow. People Are don't understand that, bro. I'm just saying, like, and here's the deal you got people, man, that will fight you tooth and nail on prosperity when they ain't never been prosperous. Mm. And they trying to tell you what to do and what not to do. And they trying to, they fears. Carl, matter of fact, Carl, talk to us, bro. You told me afterwards why 
you was even on what uh, you was on in the first place. Yep. So Tamisha and I were talking, and she gave me a, a, a word that described it. So again, you guys know I'm from Barbados. So we grew up, and this is the word she used. She said we grew up in a collectivist society. And as we were talking, like we're kind of breaking that down. It's like, yo, it's a, a society that it tries to take care of everybody collectively, all right? So as long as you hear, we're going to look out. Everybody's going to bring what they got. So like my mom is cooking something and we got some leftover. She's literally taking it next door. Next door, mm-hmm. they got potatoes from, you know, wherever. And we got like, you know, six extra potatoes. We, we bring it, whatever. Like it was all like everybody all hands in kind of thing to make yeah, sure the community yeah, was yeah. doing better. Phenomenal, right? Phenomenal, right? And E, if you go back, Tamisha was saying like, dude, if you think back to like our ancestry, that's yeah. what it comes from. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like you think back, like that's what the, the community was about. It takes a village to raise a child. Like it's that mindset, right? So everything about me was like, man, like I'm bringing, watch this. And the guys will tell you, like, I'm bringing everything I have to the team. Like, I'm bringing everything I have. But watch this. Here's the problem. And here's what's getting clearer for me now. The problem is what I, I'm not doing anything really to grow what I have. And that's that's the hurdle. I think that's the missing piece. Because, yeah, we all working. It's middle class mm. lifestyle. We all working. We doing stuff. And now we taking care of each other. My kids, your kids, whatever. Your kids come over. They'll get some food here. Like, all that. But what's happening is that I'm not doing outside of this to watch this to mall's level where it's like, man, I want to take care of my community. That's like the step up now. Like, all right, we all taking care of each other. But like, when is somebody going to start thinking like, yo, I want to take care of the whole community. Like, I'm going to put myself in a position where ain't nobody going to lack. Like, we right. all going to have what we need. And I'm not I'm not going to just like uh, take you with me for, I'm gonna teach you what's the, I'm messing the saying up I'm gonna not just teach you to fish mall I'm gonna, I'm gonna teach you how to get the pond that's right, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, we yeah. taking you all the way in so I'm saying that's the piece E that I'm realizing was missing from my entire existence because all I knew was bring what I have right, right? bring everything everything y'all know it for me like everything I have see he'll tell you you ask me to fix your, your, your alternator tomorrow bro I'm gonna YouTube it and I'm gonna figure it out everything I have and I can bring all my resources I'm bringing to the table but more importantly now is what I realize is go get enough that I could take care of the table. That's right. That's the yeah, transition see. now. Go get enough that you could right. take care of the table. You ain't got to depend. Like, I mean, yeah, we'll take help, whatever, but you need to be in a position where you can take care of people and not just we share the lit we share the little that we have, E. Yeah, and no, we're satisfied with that. It's over. Like, you can't do but that. But that's but that's bro, that's what's been taught, man, over over time. If you just think about the lessons we've all been taught. We've been taught how to survive, right? They taught us how to work. They taught us how to pay bills. And they taught us delayed gratification. Mm. But nobody taught us how to thrive. Like, nobody Mm. taught us how to thrive. And E, by you thriving, it's helping and blessing so many other people. It's nothing wrong with that. It's nothing evil about that. You know, it's necessary when you look at community and when you look at family and things like that. And so that's what I just try to tell people, man. You have to almost untrain or unlearn everything that you've learned over the time. You you know what's crazy? Uh, Carl, I sent you the picture just a second ago, but Maul uh, sent... Somebody had a picture of Maul, and this must have been 2016 Maul, something like that, or... Yeah, probably about 16. 2016, and, and Carl, I haven't put it on the screen. If you're not watching, 
I'll describe the picture to you, but the picture is a picture of Maul, right? Here it is. Crazy. Uh, I believe this was in Miami at the marriage conference. Like, I okay. want y'all to watch, like, the how authentic this thing has been. And what we're talking about when we talk about putting out good stuff and get stuff coming back to you, right? So here is Maul right here at the conference. Now, notice he's not on stage. He's nowhere near stage. Now, we know who Maul is at this time only because he comes to every single event. And he sits in the front row. And he's taking notes. Let me tell you something. This is a marriage event, hmm. right? And Moss said to me when I, he sent me the picture, was like, wow, bro, can you believe that? That's from the marriage event. And we know because he got on the king shirt and, um, <laughs> and Camille had on the queen shirt, right? Yep. And so listen to what I'm trying to tell y'all. The man already had a phenomenal marriage. He's at the marriage conference, VIP in the front row and taking notes. Hmm. Like, I just want to let that sink in. Maul, I, I want to make sure I'm clear. Y'all, You and Camille wasn't struggling at that time, right? Y'all wasn't oh. going through. You, you, it was no crazy stuff going bro, on. Like, Bro, we was, in, we, was, we was living our best life. Matter of fact, right, the, the, the day before, the night before this, this picture was taken is the night that we actually had a yacht for eight hours. Uh, and, and, and for those of you, right, so for those of you who, you hear me when I introduce Maul at the conferences and I say, my cousin was on a yacht with the police officer. <laughs> this is that conference that we're talking about. This is me. Again, we know Maul, but I don't got Maul's phone number. We're not cool like that. Like, not, like this is before all of that. And here is Maul mm. in an amazing marriage, and he's at the marriage conference. Here's Maul at Take Control or whatever conferences that he's coming to to get more information because he wants to live in surplus. Absolutely. So what we're talking about now is not only living, like Maul just said, not only surviving, but actually living in abundance. That, like Maul being at the marriage conference is like Warren Buffett going to a financial seminar. Right. Let's see, did you see that picture And though? sitting did, first did, row and paying to be there. Right. Did, you see the, did you see the picture though? If you bring that picture back up, Carl, and this is one thing that I, I, I want people to really look at, if you can get it back up. Yeah, it's there. Yep. No you, yeah, he, he just said it. Look yeah. at everybody looking at E. Yeah. A everybody mm. in the picture is looking at E. I'm sitting there taking notes. Mm. I'm mm. sitting there word for word, and I still got those notes in my room as we speak. And I talk to E all the time. But I still, I was taking notes. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was, I was, I wanted to get better, even though my marriage was already great. I still understand, though, that Michael Jordan mentality where I wanted, I want to live in overflow. And mm. see, I think a lot of people, they just attach Mike should have been at the marriage conference, though. Exactly. They just attach. <laughs> they just attach. I couldn't resist. It, it was right there. <laughs> I had to take hey, it. Hey, <laughs> a lot of people just attach overflow when it comes to money. Right. Mm. But why you can't overflow in your marriage? Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know your what I'm health. saying? In your right. health. Why you can't have overflow in your health? Now, the same way how you just jumped in and said you couldn't help it. Man, look at my guns in that picture. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, know, you know, overflow. But that's what I think that we need to start, you know, teaching ourselves and start expecting. And that, and that thing yeah. you talked about, e, as far as expectancy, yeah. I want, I got expectancy when it comes to the overflow of my marriage. Mm. I got expectancy in every area of my life. And I think we all need to have that mentality, bro. Here's the challenge, though, Maul. Yeah. You're not attracted to something that's not attractive. Okay. Mm, hold on, hold on. That, that was a bar. <laughs> no, no, no. Bar alert. Bar alert. alert. No, no. Bar alert. I, I, hey, Carl, I, I, we need the I flash bar alert across the screen. Hey, who, Isaiah, a flash bar alert. <laughs> I, I want people you know, to hear say this. Say it again slower. You slow yeah, yeah, it down. For real. 
Maul, we're, we're not attracted mm. to something that's not attractive. You mm, feel I like me? That. Mm -hmm. And I like so that. what happens in our community, Maul, is that we're not attracted to money. You feel me? Because we don't see it as attractive. Mm. We don't see, look, Maul, we, we, you talk about marriage, bruh. We don't. But do you think people see things as attractive, though? They, okay. Why you say that people no, no. don't see? Because I do think people think money is attractive. No, no. Or what, what, what? No, I'm not. And I shouldn't use the word money then, Maul. I should use the word wealth. Mm. Okay. That's different. They're not attracted to wealth, Maul. Even, even when you talk about money, people talk about spending it, not investing it. People talk about, yeah. like, car, like C said, on stuff, like a car stuff. Like, like yeah. not, not wealth. Like generational wealth. Not, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Not multi-millions. You feel me? Like you even hear people say, I want to make six figures or seven figures. Like that ain't even real. By the time mm -hmm. you pay taxes, you don't even have that. You You're feel right. me? Like you don't even have that, right? So what I realized, Maul, is that, and I'm about to say it. I know I heard what C said, but here's the problem. If you've been taught that money is the root of all evil, then you're really not attracted to wealth like that. Like you might see people with stuff and you want stuff, but you're not on Rockefeller. You're not on Kennedy. You feel me? Like, you're not on having an endowment. You're talking about a car and a house. That's not wealth. You can get that working. That, like, working class people have a house. You know, working class people have a car. Like, you yep. can get that. I'm talking about wealth, where you can buy other people's homes, where you can uh, pay other people's mortgages off for them, where you can put kids through college. You know what I'm saying? And so we grew up in a community that says, number one, if you don't work for it, like with your hands, then it, then you whack. Like you ain't a man. I'm mm. just being real. Maul, it's like you almost ain't even a man if you're not making your money by, you know, eight to five, sweat, blood, tears. Uh, but look at the people who run. Henry Ford ain't doing that foolishness. I'm not, not trying all. to be funny, oh. but I'm saying the people that actually create the company and create the product they not, they not coming to work at no nine, at nine to five. Does that make sense? They're right. not coming to work nine to five. And so we got to be cautious. We got to be careful. You feel what I'm saying? We got to be cautious. It? We got to yeah. be Who careful. Who calling Who you? The phone? They don't know that you busy? Yeah, oh, come no, on. That's my wife calling her own phone. And it just <laughs> happened to be sitting right next to me. Fair she five. Called, she calling her own phone. Fair no, five, hey, I don't know. Real quick, five, I want to revisit. I don't know what, what it Ma, is. I really want right? to But I'm go just back. saying, Ma, oh, we're yep. we not attracted to marriage. I'm just being real. You don't have yeah. cats going, when I grow up, I want to be married. You know, that, Ma, we not, look, I know I'm going to get in trouble saying this. There's going to be some people that's going to take this offensively. But Ma, we not even attracted to being a man. We don't mm. grow up with people telling us manhood is the ultimate goal for a male. Mm. Yeah. Nobody tells you that you should protect, you know, you should, you should protect the, your, your family, not just physically, but emotionally, financially. Mm. Nobody tells you to be a priest. You should be praying over your family and mm. your community. Nobody tells you should be a priest, a provider. You know, like mm. nobody tells you to be a protector. You don't grow up, you don't grow up uh, worshiping that stuff. You don't grow up longing for that stuff. You grew up longing for a car, longing for clothes. You feel me? So it's not attractive, but the dope dealer attractive. You feel me? Kids grow up looking at the dope dealer like, I want to be a dope dealer. Or kids might grow up even want to be an athlete. But how mm. many young men grow up saying, I want to be a man? Mm. You feel me? Where, where uh. when, I look at, when I look at this crew, that's what I'm attracted to. I'm attracted to like 
Yo, you got men taking care of their families, men handling their business, men making investments, men leaving legacies. So to me, I think the biggest problem is we got to teach our kids how to be attracted to stuff that other communities been attracted to. The Jewish community been attracted to wealth. They, not only have they been attracted to it, they've created uh, a tradition where when you turn a certain age, it's the bar mitzvah. Guess what? Everybody geeked about the bar mitzvah. Every kid can't wait to get to the bar mitzvah. He know exactly what that means. A business, money, hmm. you know, influence. And so I just think the biggest challenge, you cannot be attracted to something that's not attractive to you. And we have to find a way to be attracted to wealth, to wellness mall, emotional and mental wellness. I'm telling you, there's some things that's going on in this country right now. You talk about COVID-19. Yeah. You know, I was watching CNN. Uh, they was talking about COVID racism. You know what I'm saying? Like racism 2020. Listen to me, Ma. It's some stuff going on. Bruh, we have to still be emotionally and mentally sound, bruh. There are yeah. things that are going on in this country right now that, Ma, you, you have to be a leader. You have to be a man. Mm. You know, one, so that they don't drive you crazy. There's some stuff going on right now, Ma. I'm just being real. It's just like, I'm like, bro, I'm getting exhausted. I'm getting yeah. tired. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've, I've been about this cause, this mission, since I was 18, 19 at Oakwood. I started a GED program. I would go in the hood, helping kids get their GED, go to college, helping guys, you know, get out of jail. Bruh, and I'm telling you, Ma, you got to be a leader, bruh. You got to be a leader in these times. It's, it's, you can be pulled in a lot of directions, but bro, you got to be a leader. You got to know how to lead. You got to be able to take a community of kids, a community of people. Like I got people that look up to me at church. I got people that look up to me in my community. I got people that look up to me in the world. And it's responsible. It's my responsibility as a man, Ma. I'm attracted to leadership. I'm attracted to, Good. hey, this group of people, I got to take you in this direction. And it'd be so easy, Ma, for people to get caught up in their emotions and rage. You know, it'll be so easy, Ma. And so mm -hmm. I I'm telling you, though, by looking at Martin, looking at Malcolm, looking at Garvey, I became attracted to leadership, to civil responsibility, to taking care of your wife, to yeah. taking care of your kids. And I just think, man, unfortunately, in our communities, a lot of times, what should be attractive is not and what shouldn't be attractive in some in some instances, Max. more that that's what kids are attracted to. Facts. Yeah, yeah, and I think one of the things that I'm proud of that we do is we do a good job of making this attractive. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I appreciate Maul for his example yeah. of yeah, even absolutely. taking it up another notch. Yeah. Like, you know, when we start getting doing our thing and you know becoming successful and having different companies and different businesses and things of that nature, I still wasn't attracted to. I, I still didn't really know what it looked like to yeah. be wealthy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Ma, I'll be honest with you. I'm just being real. In terms of exposure and the things that we hear and the things that are so powerful, and Ma, you know, when it comes to, like, this stuff and the personal development and speaking and all that, mm -hmm. Ma will be like, yo, see, it's, it's like the leader yes, and the big brother. But 99.9% .9 of the time, E and Ma are, are elders. They, they the big brothers, right? And so one of the things, like, like Ma was on my head, like, Bro, what you mean you only got a million dollar life insurance policy? Mm. Bro, you, do you know what our lifestyle is right now? So you telling me 
they're going to have to look at your policy and go, okay, we can only live like this for the next X amount of years. Dog, don't you know if you die tomorrow, you want them to be covered for the rest? Dog, what are you doing? Do you, got the, do you got the policy that pay off the rest of your house? Do you got the policy that'll pay your wife this? Do you have a trust? Do you have, I'm like, whoa, like, bro, it's just terminology. Like, I'm a be, okay, so I'm going to ask E, when you heard the word trust fund, what's the only thing you kind of associated it with, the phrase? Death. No, no, no. Bro, okay. I, I just thought rich Tr- people. A, tr- a trust fund right. baby. <laughs> rich people. Trust fund baby. Yeah. Trust fund baby. I, that's the only time I ever really heard like trust fund yeah. was when somebody be like, oh man, that's a trust fund baby. And we said it like it was negative. Yeah. yeah. Right? We would like you would only hear trust fund baby in a negative context as to say, you whack because your parents have money. Mm. You whack because you got passed down an inheritance. Wow. Think about it, bro. We don't even value. Being able to pass things down, we look at it as a sign of weakness. So now if if more kids are, are going to be trust fund babies, my kids are going to be trust fund babies. E, Carl, our kids are going to be trust fund babies because we're trying to live in excess. Now we're talking about impacting economic systems in our Absolutely. communities because we, go, we are going to get the money in the hands of the people who are going to do something with it. The hands of people who can become judges, lawyers, doctors, right. people who can influence change. We see, like he said it, the crazy stuff that's going on right now, it's nuts. And a lot of crazy stuff going on in my neighborhood right now. <laughs> right. I don't know. Right. I was just right. saying, okay, I know he right. lived down the street from me. Yeah, I'm right. not here to hear. Is it C? Is hey, it Ma, You know, I'm all in the city. Who is oh. in the city for real? Hey, bro, I stay, I stay, I yeah. stay maybe but, about seven minutes from downtown. Of course, <laughs> you're right is. downtown, so you're going to hear it on the red. But, you know, the stuff that's going on, like, Duh, um, man, I swear to you, it was so funny. And E, I don't even know if you remember, but when Trayvon Martin was murdered, me and E went down to Clark Atlanta. We were in the AUC, right? And obviously, E been, bro, I met E doing work in the hood. Like, y'all, y'all don't understand. I watched E walk down the street. So when we first went out to LA, I was telling E, like, E, you got like a whole, like, red shirt on with like a red oh, hat. No. Like, yeah, bro, I was <laughs> like, but let me tell you something. E was like, dog, I'm not scared of my people. These are my people. Bro, I'm talking about I watched E go into the hoodest of hoods and stand on a crate and, and do this work we're talking about. So, Amar Arbery, rest in peace. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, 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 um, George uh, Floyd. You know what I'm saying? Like, rest in peace. But we have to put ourselves in position to do something about it. Yeah. Like, we can, we have to be in position. And, I, and so when we went to the... Um, we went to the AUC. We were down there, right? And there was a whole bunch of kids from Clark, and they were pissed off, rightfully so. A, a senseless murder of Trayvon Martin. And I remember they were like, E.T., what do we do? How, how can we? And E looked at all of them all and was like, oh, what can you do? Go to class. That's mm. the best thing you could do. Mm. Go to class. Get a 4.0. Learn their language. Come back. Use it. Learn the laws. Become a lawyer. Become a doctor. Become the person that's going to make sure George Zimmerman don't ever get his butt out of prison for the rest of his life. And that's the thing that we're talking about now is living in overflow, living in excess and getting our people to a level where they can do that. And like I said, E been doing this like I'm taking the lead from E. E has been doing this his whole life, Mm -hmm. uh, starting with the GED program in Huntsville, Alabama, where gang members were learning how to get their GEDs and come out of the situation they in. But we got to put ourselves in position. And guess what? The best way we're going to put ourselves in position is by financially going to a whole nother level. He said it before. My wife had a full, listen, my wife was raised by a mother 
who was on crack cocaine, didn't have a relationship with her father. Y'all know her father got shot in the head and killed. My mother-in-law, praise God, I love her to life. She's healthy now. She's doing her thing, whatever. But my wife was in a position where she was in poverty her entire life. Bill Gates, doggone, paid for my wife to go to Michigan State. Bill Gates and Steve Smith. Shout out to Steve. I would never leave Steve out of that. Steve Smith, the basketball player. Look him up. The GOAT. My guy. I named my sports bar in the basement Smitty's after Steve Smith. They were able to send my wife right, to college and she right. never had to pay a dime. My wife was the valedictorian. Do you know without Bill Gates and Steve Smith, my wife might have been in Detroit forced to deal with some foolishness on the east side of Detroit? Because, but because somebody was living in excess, not only were they blessing their own kids, they were able to bless a little black girl who they never even seen her face before. That's what we're talking about. So when you repel money or when you say money is the root of all evil, and you repel it, now guess what? All of those people who you were supposed to impact, what are they gonna do? They're not gonna, the, your Candace and your neighborhood is not gonna go to college because you think money is evil and you aren't doing everything in your power to attract money. And I know something about you, if you're listening yeah. to this podcast, you're a good person. We don't have bums listening to us. Most of y'all who listening to us, you already own the ball. And now it's about going to that next level. Why do you think every single, the only stuff we bring to y'all is the stuff that we actually like. We, I'm not only a client, huh, I'm the I'm not only the president, I'm a client. Every single one of us has real estate now because of them all, because we learn new information and we want to be in a position to go in excess. And we saw what it looks like in excess. And that's the kind of stuff we try to offer you. And so I'm fired up because I see so much going on in the world and I get it. I want you to post on Instagram. I want you to tweet about it. I want you to be angry and I want you to be upset. But I want you to empower yourself Absolutely. to make sure that this stuff don't keep Absolutely. happening. And I think that's the thing that's been on my spirit all day, y'all. It's just like, yo, we got to do more and we got to be in excess to the point where me, I don't even want to tell you the conversations me and Ma was having earlier today. I was like, Ma, hey, bruh, we might have to, you know what I'm saying, switch up the game a little bit and do the politics thing a little bit more, you know, in, in Chicago, whatever. Ma, Ma come from the police background. I'm like, Bruh, E might be a little too rebellious. They ain't gonna let E. The hip hop preacher got a little too much. You know what I'm saying? E, e even got locked up. Hey, this shut me down already. See, you have to make but, me keep but, my mouth shut because I but, promise you I'm gonna go there. Right, but I'm saying so. My, yeah. my point being though is just like, dog, we have to put ourselves in position mm. to be in excess That's and it. to receive excess. Yep. And so when you say money is the root of all evil, man, I, I promise y'all. Ma, Ma, you remember when you told me, dog, like, you said in that picture, you was like, dog, it's so crazy. I got so many of my friends who marriages was going through it, and I invited them out to that conference, and they was like, man, ain't nobody trying to go to no conference. Hey, not just invited Bru them, but I offered to pay for them. Wow. I offered on, to dog. pay for them to work on wow. their own marriage, bro. To work on their own Come marriage. On, man. That don't even, you know what I'm saying? And then I had to entice them by saying, not that we're going to a marriage conference, right. but hey, look, we about to go to Miami, and I'm getting a yacht. And we're yep. about to, you know, wow. turn it up on the yacht. And then, hey, by the way, then we're going to go to this marriage conference for like a couple hours. When actually the marriage conference is really the thing right. that had the value. Nobody saw the value. Maul is trying to expose them to something else. It's not your fault if you are where you are. It's your fault if you stay there. Facts. And so what we're trying to do, man, is expose. I'm telling you. I, I, like I said, I told somebody, man, I know Maul. You look at Maul and you're like, wow, look at it. He got the guns out. He huge. You know what I'm saying? Good looking, uh, dark skinned brother. Oh, I could, but like I said, none of, 
None of the businesses that Maul has requires his physical physique. None. None of them. None. He can, you can actually learn every single step as you're watching Carl build his portfolio right now. You can literally learn every single step. Whether you choose to or not is on you. Whether you choose to spend your money on foolishness, Mm -hmm. whether you choose to go uh, uh, take another vacation to somewhere you want to be instead of actually investing to get wealthy, that's on you. But I'm saying, you once we you get exposed to this information, it's up to you to take it to a whole nother level. And now here's what you started to do and what Maul does. And it was, not only am I going to get wealth so that I can bless other people, I'm also going to live like a king. No pun intended. Now let me tell right? you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I got you real quick. Okay. I, I, I promise you, I'm coming right to you. So when Maul showed me that, it doesn't have to be an either or. So when right. you get to the bag, it don't have to be, oh, okay, I just bless people and that's it. Maul is like, dog, I'm going to bless people on a ridiculously high level and I'm going to take first class trips out of town and I'm going to be out the country and I'm going to make sure everybody's straight. And Maul, I don't know if you want to share, but you said something to me that blew my mind when the COVID hit and you had this issue in your family with your sister's health yeah. and maybe trying to, I don't I don't know if you want to share, I don't want to share too much, but. No, no, absolutely, bro. So. My sister, you know, my older sister, she's a teacher, a high school counselor in Texas. And, you know, Texas opened up. They, they just said, hey, we not, you know, the quarantine is over with. We open it back up. We don't care that the numbers are going up. Everybody get back to work. But when they did that, even though numbers are going up, it put workers in a position now where they were forced to go back or right, get fired. Because right. now you're not showing up to work. And so my sister, you know, she, she's a, a cancer survivor. And so my sister is kind of like, but her, her immune system is still can be compromised, especially with this, you know, with this COVID. And so she was just struggling, bro. She, I mean, I'm literally on the phone with my sister and she's in tears, just like, man, they got me in a position where I got to go back to work. And I said, man, how long is this for? She was like, well, the school year is over within three weeks. So I said, so you have to go back to work for three weeks. And she was like, yeah, if I don't, then they're not going to pay me. And then my supervisor, I said, man, look, don't even worry about money. I said, the government got this, this, this fund that they're giving, you know. I said, we got our $1, own fund. $1,200. Yeah, $1,200. Right. I said, we got our own fund. I said, I got $50,000 sitting in a bank account that's for this family. So if any of y'all need anything, mortgage payments, you need to pay bills, whatever it is you need to do, you don't want to tap into your life savings, well then look, I flipped the property a while back and this money just been sitting in this account. And you can mm. go ahead now, and you ain't got to pay the money back. Mm. This ain't some, oh, we give you 1200 right, but right. it's coming out your tax return check. And so you really right, don't know right, that, right, though. Right. But, you know, I'm like, look, whatever you need. But that's what that yeah. overflow does, man. Uh, you know, yeah. E, this is what I was talking about as far as with, you know, dude, I look at, I look at every guy on here, right? We are all men of God. Everybody on here got families. Everybody on here got children with their spouse, you know, everybody in here is raising their children, bro. The world needs to see. Yeah. They need to see men yeah. like us doing yeah. it. They don't need to see the rappers on TV. They don't need to see the drug dealers. They need to see the people that look like us, that talk like us, and that move like us. You know, they need to see that and say, this is who I want to be like. I can have a relationship with my spouse and still ball out. I can still, you know... Um, I can still go to church and worship God and still live in a 10,000 or 18,000 square foot house. I don't have to have one or the other. How come I can't Mm. have it all, man? And that's Mm. why I say the world needs people like us and the people that's watching. The world needs you. 
They don't need you to play it safe and to just sit back and, and oh, well, uh, as long as I got a little bit for myself. Right. Having a little bit for yourself is never going to do nothing for nobody, including yourself. Mm-hmm. It's never mm-hmm. going to have you or your, or your family progress in any kind of way. It's just having that survivor's mentality that we talked about in the beginning. And having a survivor's mentality will not help anybody out, man. So that's why mm. I felt, see, that it was important, bro. I felt that it was important. But the thing is, a lot of people, this is it's what they were taught, right? It's what they think. So Carl was talking about just believe. Carl, let me see that shirt again. Look at that. It says just believe. But if you look in that word believe, it says in the middle of it, it says L-I-E, which is lie. What mm. are you believing? Wow. What are you believing? Bar alert. It ain't, no, just a, it, ain't, it ain't just always about believing. Mm. It's about what are you believing? Are you believing mm. the lie that you've been wow. taught? Right. Or are you believing the truth? Are you believing that God wants you to be blessed? Are you believing that your children need you to mm. be blessed? Are you, what are you believing? So you're always believing something. So don't just tell me just believe. No, believe the truth. Because you mm. can believe that lie that's inside of that, man. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so... I remember, Maul, the first time, listen to what I'm saying. Now, y'all know I'm from Barbados. I need to understand the whole tax system. But I know when I first came up here as a student, bruh, every year I was looking back to getting taxes back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bruh, do you understand being around y'all, I understand that I look forward to paying taxes. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You, you understand what I'm saying? Like yeah. the average mm-hmm. person, like I'm just sharing with people, again, you talk about the lie, Maul, I thought getting taxes back meant I was doing good. I was get, I was trying to get back more and more and more, and I'm trying to figure out how I could get more back. Bruh, I paid taxes, and I'm over here like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. I know a little bit about I'm that. I'm in the money. Yeah. yeah, no doubt. Things no are doubt. changing. Again, it's just like, what information do you have? Who are you around? Like, it's like, you got to be aware of everything now. We're not talking about money. We're talking about everything in your environment. What is yeah. it telling you? You got to, yeah. like, you got to be careful. And Maul, lie is a tricky word. Because some of this is not even lie. It's like half truth. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, mm. it ain't like wrong. Like I said, like, yeah, we want to take care of each other. It ain't wrong, but you got to be able to put this in context and understand that it ain't the whole truth. You got to get to the whole truth. Absolutely. So help me God. So help me God. Hey, you know what else going to help you get to the whole truth? What's that, C? Tell us. Organifi. (laughs) Shout out to our sponsor, Organifi, man, the superfood green juice powder helping us get to that next level. You see Maul, he ain't buff just because he's working out. You take an Organifi, all right? You see E.T.? Look you at ever, that definition, e, baby. Listen, it's coming. E.T., hey, Organifi. our weekly bicep shot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Every hey, week. Hey, look, look Ma, um, E on the goal right now. You see how relaxed and calm he looking for the fire? <laughs> I'm on that green juice. It's I'll got turmeric. That turmeric, it brings you I'll down. I'll stay on that okay? goal. the red or something, because he had yeah, a green and red. Um, but shout out to Organifi. Go to Organifi.com, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I. Uh, and type in the promo code SUCCESS. All right, you're going to get your 20% off your order, and you're going to go to the next level. All right, um, real quick, man, I want to thank one more time again everybody who came out to the events, but I am super, super excited to say that we are just now, and everything we're talking about now, it just ties into this so perfectly, uh, we are announcing the five-part. All right, get your your drum roll. I only got one hand. Five-part. Series, virtual conference for you, your mama, your sister, your auntie, everybody in your family. The five-part virtual conference is called Rebuild, all right? 
everything we've been talking about is rebuilding a mindset. The stuff Carl was talking about in terms of repelling wealth and now attracting it, that's a process of rebuilding. All right, so we have five conferences. In each conference, we're going to devote a month's worth of learning to each one. All right, so the five, as you can guess, you've heard them on this podcast before, finance, faith, family, fitness, mental and physical. That's right. All right. And the last one, which Maul and, and, and E together call future and freedom, right? They kind of the same term. Maul says freedom. E says future. So it's both. Um, but we're super excited. Now, listen to me, y'all. This is important because, man, I can't even tell y'all. The information that we're about to bring y'all, it, again, it's one thing on the podcast. We can only go so deep. When I tell y'all when we do this finance, we are bringing in profit and loss sheets. We're going to talk to you about budgeting. We're going to show you how wealthy people who've made money are showing you how to do this. And each time we're going to take you through the process. All right. And we're not just leaving you with a couple good words and it's over. E, tell them how this one is different and how we're going to get them to the next yeah, level this man. time. I'm, look, I'm so excited, see, because. And this came to E, by the way. Y'all know y'all about to get blessed because this came at three o'clock in the morning Dang. from E. And he hit my phone at 315 and was like, don't let me forget, but here you go. <laughs> yeah, He's no like, question, the name man. of it like, is Rebuild and we'll yeah, figure it out from real, there. Go Ma, for it, E. A lot of people, you know, it's not just rebuild, but recover. A lot of people lost a lot of stuff when COVID-19 hit. Uh, but I just believe he will return what the locust stole. And you still have a chance for this to be not only a good year, but the best year of your life, even in the midst of this, right? And so what I'm impressed to do is take a literal month, right? And bring in some of my athlete friends, professional athletes, uh, some of the CEOs and people right up under the CEOs of these Fortune 500 companies I work with, some of these coaches, right, that are, that have the, the, that are able to help uh, people get to their best mind. And um, we're giving it to you for a month. Listen to what I'm telling you, an entire month. So this ain't no Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We're going to walk you through step by step each one. And when C said fitness, we're talking about mental, like helping you, like, deconstruct some of that negative stuff you thought, some of the myths, and it helped you reprogram yourself for success, helping you, uh, for those of you who've dealt with depression because of this COVID-19, you've dealt with stress and anxiety, and it has not allowed you to be your best person. We're going to show you how to overcome that, how to, how to address that, deal with that, get on the other side of that family. You're going to have D, you're going to have, can okay, I can't say Candace and all them, but you're going to have you're going to have us talking about our families and just what we've done as manhood, woman. I'm telling y'all, 30 days with each one. We're going to take our time, really go through it. And this is going to be a project driven conference. Not yep. you come listen. We're going to yep. give you a document in the beginning. You're going to fill that document out and you're going to spend 30 days working to rebuild in those areas and recover everything you lost. So I'm super excited about it. Super yeah, excited. And, uh, and uh, I think that's the biggest thing that, you know, we have with, you know, this COVID situation and trying to turn the negative into a positive is we can actually slow down and take our time, yeah. right? We don't have to worry about flights, hotels, and crazy yeah. stuff like that. Listen, each conference, 
is 97 bucks, right. right? And here's the dope thing. Don't tell nobody I told you this, but because it's virtual, if you pay the 97, you can have your sister, your mom, your dad, and your cousins come over and y'all can watch it on one screen. I'm not even mad at you. Each conference is $97, and we're going to give you a discount if you buy all five, all right? We're going to spend a day together online going through everything he's talking about, but then we're also going to empower you with worksheets to go through your own process to get your best um, out of this thing. So I'm, I'm super pumped about it. The lineup we got is crazy. We'll unveil more as we continue to go, but the tickets go on sale tomorrow. So y'all are listening to this hopefully Thursday. If you listen to this Friday, then they're already on sale. Go to etinspires.com, all right? The Rebuild Conference. You do not want to miss this. And listen to me, man. I know it's different for us to do it virtual. He talked about it, you know, just kind of like how we usually like being, you know, in the scene. But I got one of the best... Um, testimonials yeah. and I asked him to send a video but we started the 1% conference and apparently shout out to this gentleman he has said you, he I guess he hit right at the before the conference started and was like yo I need my money back like I thought I was gonna see ET in person like I, I need my money back and I guess by the time Tiffany went to respond to him we were already an hour into the conference Dwight had the music going I came in hype E was coming on he sent an email before Tiffany could even get to it and said, listen, my bad. Do not <laughs> refund me. This is know. off the chain. I didn't know. He yeah. was like, man, I had no clue what to yeah. expect. But um, I said, yo, can you send a video? Because if I, if I say it, they're going to think I'm capping. But uh, he sent the video. Uh, shout out to this brother right here. Never met him before. I think this might have been his first event. But here he goes talking about the 1% online, virtual. My name is Anthony Stewart, Stewart Financial Services. I've been following Eric Thomas on YouTube for probably the last three to four years. And just when he's coming to D.C., I, the tickets came out, I think January. Got an email from a Tiffany Haynes saying they're going to have to do it virtual because of the coronavirus. And I completely understand. When I got on this call and watched this virtual conference, uh, the 1% Club, i tell you one thing. That was probably the best Saturday I have spent on a Memorial Day weekend probably my entire life. I just can't wait to the next conference. And I strongly encourage anybody. If you're looking for personal development, plug in to Eric Thomas, E.T., as he's better known as. So thank you all so much. It was a wonderful event this weekend, and uh, I just can't wait to the next one. And thank you again, Tiffany, for constantly encouraging me, and presenters were off the chain. I got, uh, I got, and this, is, this, was the, this was the email that I have right here from that gentleman, and I asked him to send it. He said, can I apologize to you? Wow. I initially asked for a refund because I was a little uh, concerned that it was virtual. I'm so glad you didn't take care. And he sent that at, what time did we start the conference? Nine o'clock? Yep. Date timestamp. I want to put my man email on there. 9.31. He sent wow. that email. So when I tell you the energy, you're not missing nothing. Like we are coming in and everybody is tuned up and fired up. And so we appreciate y'all, man, again, for rocking with us. I just want to let you know that we are still giving great information, quality information. And it's because of you guys that we can keep this thing going at yeah, a high level. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for yeah, that. No doubt. Um, yep. Go to etinspires.com. Rebuild. All right. Rebuild. That's what we own. That's the new wave. Um, y'all got anything else? What else? Am I missing uh, anything? Oh, um, our uh, worker of the week, our um, oh, essential yeah, worker of the week. Yeah. Let's get that. I can't forget about that now. 
Uh, shout out to our essential worker of the week. Uh, I think it's, is it Coop? Coop? Uh, cooped, cooped up. up. Yeah, cooped up. There we go, right there. Uh, go ahead, Carl Reader. You got the great reading yep. voice. Cooped up. Working through this has been eye-opening to say the least. I've been praying for God to surround me with people who will speak to my gift. Not understanding, I've been listening to them all along. During this time, I've heard them differently. Between at 9 to 5 Millionaire and ET the Hip Hop Preacher actually taking the time to personally converse with me and then at ET the Hip Hop Preacher actually following me back on IG. Shout out, E. Good, good luck. I thought I would be miss. I, I thought that, <laughs> I thought that would be my blessing. However, this time has given me a new ear for not just Jamal, ET, CJ, and Carl, but Epoch Ministries and God. I admire the way the guys love their wives, adore their families, and serve their communities and others. And most is cut there. I can't see the rest of it, but yeah, no, yeah, good, good up, stuff. Man. Yeah, cooped up. C O O P D underscore U P. Congratulations. Thank you for being an essential worker. Uh, and thank you to all of our essential workers out there who's still making it happen for us, still out there, you know, uh, grinding every day, man. We appreciate y'all. Man, I definitely want to dedicate this podcast to Amai Aubrey, for real. George oh, yeah, Floyd. For sure. For sure. Just crazy stuff, man. Like, what, what, love to the families, um, you know, of, of the victims, man. And um, we, we got to do better. I know we're doing our part. Please do your part. Um, yeah, this hey, is, stay the uh, course, some, y'all. Some crazy time. Stay the stay course. course, for sure. Stay the yeah. course, man. I'm telling you, Maul. One of the biggest challenges in times like this, and I'm not faulting nobody who gets exhausted. Nobody, yeah. man, who like, I can't take this no more. You know, enough is enough. But I'm going to say this to you, Ma. Man, we need to be strategic more than we need to be emotional. You know, mm -hmm. we need to yeah. be strategic, bro, more than we need Facts. to be emotional. And um, we need to continue to do our part, you yeah. know, to make a difference, y'all. So don't check out. Check in. Check in. You know, don't yep. check out. Check in. And I just think if everybody does their part, don't judge nobody on their part. Don't judge people right. on how they deal with this. You know, everybody's dealing with it differently. I want to shout, you know, man, Jamal, you know, uh, and others I know, you know, uh, Joe, he used to come Joe. to Jalen's event and talk about, um, you know, police brutality and just educating kids Maul, yep. not only do you educate the kids, but you you were one of our best and brightest. Tommy, you know, y'all out there, man, y'all was on the front line in Chicago, you know. Uh, and so, man, I just, more than ever, I love y'all, value y'all. I'm going to tell y'all, man, something happened in my neighborhood. <clears throat> I was walking the other day, man, and uh, there's, there's a white family in the neighborhood, and uh, I guess they adopt children. And they had, um, they were walking up the street and they had little mama. She was an African-American child that they had adopted. She's probably about five years old. She was on a big wheel, Ma. She was on a big wheel. And I saw as she was going through the community, you know, she didn't necessarily see herself. Jesse and Jordan went out. I could tell she knew to the neighborhood. Ma, when I tell you I saw her and I showed her love. Mm -hmm. I showed her love, Ma. I'm telling you, Ma, when I finished running, I saw him again. She was waving at me. Sh sh look, let's 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 embrace each other like we've never embraced each other before. Let's love on each other like we've never loved on each other before. And let's yeah. just make sure. Here, here, here's what I can tell y'all about ET. There are a lot of people that we have to watch out for, but I ain't one of them. And make sure you're not one of them. Let's yeah. make sure that we're pouring our resources back 
to our brothers and sisters, our love back to our brothers and sisters, our influence back to our brothers and sisters. You understand what I'm saying? So, yeah. so let's just make sure, man, during these times, we are at our best, we're doing our best, and we're protecting one another and blessing mm-hmm. one another, bro. Amen, man. I love y'all boys, man. I, I appreciate y'all. y'all. Oh, yeah, and uh, I can't wait to see y'all in person, man. I'm not going to lie. The Zoom, sure. the Zoom is cool, man. But I want to I, I wanna hug y'all brothers, man. <laughs> Miss y'all, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm secure enough in my manhood to say that. <laughs> no you know what I'm saying? For sure. So, for sure. Hey, we love you. Uh, thank you for listening, man. Go leave us a review on iTunes so we can get that $100 million bag like Joe Rogan and really live in excess. <laughs> really do some good. All right. And really do some love good. You. Really do some good in the hood. Uh, hey, we'll see, see you next, next week. week. Let's go. I want you to focus on here right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. You make this, you concentrate on this opportunity. You don't worry about tomorrow. You concentrate on this opportunity with all your might, with all your soul.